scripture that says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy of the Lord is my strength. We're going to look at a message this morning about, uh, about the word joy and how it works in and through our lives. And as part of that, the scripture that uh, I picked out as an overarching theme, I think it's quite appropriate during the Christmas season, when anxiety was great. There you go. Just look at Bridge Street and everything else. When anxiety was great within me, your comfort brought me joy. Now there's a source there that we need to, to tap into. And as we go through the, the message today, that you can follow along as part of the message uh, in the outline and filling in the blanks at the bottom if you're new with us today. We thought we connect cards, we can connect with you. If you've been here before, all we need is your name and just have to respond to that. That's quite appropriate as well. So as we go through the message today, just begin to see how you can begin to experience joy this morning. Good news. Good news brings great joy. The messenger, the angel said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Great joy. Not just a little staggering joy. Not just enough to get you by. But this good news, this message, this gospel story is great news that's going to fill your hearts. You shepherds, you are taking care of the business of everyday life. You are going to experience great joy, and you're going to find that out in Jesus' name. Great, great news. Good news. Well, I think here's a good question for us. If our joy bucket is low or half full or running on empty, what's good news to you? What would that, what would that look like? What is good news to you this Christmas? What have you been waiting for to hear from someone about news? I got news from a person in our congregation, I think it's among us today, that uh, Bob Smith had surgery and, and take, had surgery to remove a, something that was cancerous, and he wanted to find out if he's going to have to have chemo treatments afterwards. And the good news that he and Sue received was that he doesn't have to. That's good news to me. I think that's a praise the Lord. Do you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. Sometimes we have to celebrate other person's good news to help us with ours. What does good news look like to you? Good news. This week you've gotten all your presents purchased. They're all wrapped on the Christmas tree. All you're waiting for is for Christmas morning. Now that's good news. Anybody there? Let me find out. Anybody there that has experienced not a single person? We still got things to do before we experience the joy of Christmas. You know, in the affluent society we live here in America and part of the states, we complain about the silliest things. I just told Amy just the other day, I said, Amy, I gotta get a new pillow. This pillow is so it's not the right pillow for me. And she said, but Kurt, we just bought that pillow last month. I know. And so we have first world problems. We complain about the silliest things when all around us is abundance. All around us really is good news. I hope you're getting what I'm trying to share with you today. 
the angel, when the angel, the messenger shared with the shepherds, that news wasn't just for the shepherds. The message was for you. I bring you good news of great joy for the Trinity United Methodist Church, for the people in Chillicothe, for everyone in Ross County, for people who know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and especially those who do not know Jesus Christ. I bring you good news because I'm going to bring joy to your life. That's good news. It's good news to you. Well, peace plainly brings joy. The shepherds said, Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing, this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. The Lord. There's a connector right there that when they heard this from the messenger, from the angel, they gave credit to Yahweh, to God, to, to the Holy One. This was coming from the main person of God, the main God the Father. Let's go find out what has happened. Let us go. They're making plans. If we're experiencing anxiety, we have to begin to manage anxiety in ways that let's have a plan that we may experience joy. But here's, here's three ideas to help us move in that direction. One, I think it's as we make a peaceful plan, we need to remember, first remember how far God has brought us. You might say a refresher course of, of God's miracles in, in our lives, in our world, in our community, where God's active. God, thank you for that miracle. Thank you for that answer to prayer. Thank you for my family. God, I feel worked beyond anything I can imagine. God, that you're, you're very gracious to me. I refresh you to remember what God has done. So a peaceful plan is to begin to remember. God, you were, you were active and alive, alive in us yesterday or last week or last year because when we're experiencing anxiety, we have a question. God, God, I can't manage this anxiety, this weight, this pressure, of this. I can't manage this right now. Help me. One way is to remember. The next way, as we remember, is to, to begin to listen. You know, so there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is what pass through you. Listening, it affects you of what you're going to do today. It helps you to refocus. This Christmas season, for you as part of Trinity Church, we wanted to help you to refocus, to focus on four important words. Hope, love, joy, and peace. When we focus on those things, what gives you hope in the midst of a, of a painful time, of anxiety, of this Christmas season so that you can experience joy? Do you know how much God loves you? Do you know that the joy of the Lord can be and is your strength? Well, it's a refresher for us, a remembering. It's a refocus to say, what is God doing in my life today? But also, it's reaching out. The shepherds in the, in the Christmas story, once they heard the good news, they said, let's go. 
Where? Let's go to Bethlehem. They had a plan. They want to see this gift. They want to experience the joy in their lives, but the joy of the Lord, they knew, had to be in Bethlehem. I found this verse from the Message Translation that kind of speaks to what we have to share. Peace planning brings joy to the planet. How are you planning to experience joy this Christmas season? What it means is intentional. We could just let it happen. Just let it all happen, but sometimes that works. But the scripture, the, the wise sage who wrote this said, peace planning brings joy to the planet. How are you planning to experience joy in your life? Third final experience of joy I want to share with you today is singing praises, songs to God brings joyfulness. When the choir sang, Love Came Down, Christmas, they were expressing through song how beautiful God is, and the joy that's in this room, and in their hearts, and in the season, by singing praises to God. Yeah, we sing Happy Birthday to Joseph, but I think he enjoyed singing Happy Birthday just as much as he, well, I hope he experienced the joy of that. <coughs> when we celebrate with someone else, their blessing, it's a joyful thing. I want to pick out a lot of we want to. It was a beautiful thing. Many of us were there celebrating for 50 years. But what one of them wants to experience more was moving forward. Next day. The next day. And around the tables there was much joy. The shepherds returned after seeing the baby Jesus, after seeing this Messiah, this, this baby, this bundle of great joy, after experiencing joy, they, they glorified and praised God for all the things that they had seen and heard. There you go. As Wesleyan Fleet would say, it's an outward sign of inward work of grace. Outward sign of inward work of grace. Now, over the centuries, we met this. You know, you read a lot of stuff about John Wesley. They were, there were a lot of shouting methods, a lot of amen methods. But we've kind of moved away. We're a little more, hmm, let's just take it all in first kind of people. But I think I want to test the waters here this morning and just uh, have the congregation just as a shout of praise. Just say, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we express ourselves, you might say when there's an outward expression of an inward of grace, it acknowledges the joy that we have in my heart, in your heart, in our hearts. The Psalms are littered with, with this idea of singing praise to, to praise to God. Here's one from Isaiah 12, verse 6. Shout aloud and sing for joy. It didn't say, think about how much you think about it and ponder it in your heart. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. And this is Isaiah prophesying about the one who's going to come, the Messiah Jesus Christ. 
one way to experience joy is to shout it out. I think that's why you like Christmas candles. Joy to the world. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. The choir is going to sing several numbers to allow us to experience the joy because through song because of what Jesus Christ has done. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Psalm 47, verse 1 says, Clap your hands, shout to God, cries of joy. The Lord is awesome. There's four words I want you to say after I say them. I'll say them, then you say them. The Lord is awesome. The Lord is awesome. He really is. This Christmas season, my prayer for you that you'll see that how awesome your God is. Because of the good news, the gift of Jesus Christ.
Let's come our attention to sure what it is to catch. Know just how important they are to us. In a world that is so different than what we grew up in, let's make sure that Trinity Church continues to be a place where multiple generations are able to come and feel the same hope, love, joy, and peace in Jesus that we know. We are at 721 Church, moving my main, putting in motion for the hear from God. I believe each one of us are here in this place for such a time as this. I hope you will join Andy and I as we pray about how God is calling us as a church to contribute to the Lakeview Project this Christmas. So finally, give me a donation to the Lakeview Project and how that might work to help transform our community. Let us pray together. Dear God, we, we know that the good news is always before us. The good news that was, was shared with the disciples is our good news. The joy that they saw in the manger is our joy on Christmas morning. God, we're here this morning knowing that you have already done the great work and the great joy in and through humanity. And God, we just ask that you take this gift of the service our lives today that we may glorify you. God, we know there are many people who are on our prayer list and there are so many that uh, we've been praying for them constantly and over and over again, and we lift them up to you. God, we want to be known as a praying church, but also a praying church that believes in answers to prayer, and through the answers to prayer, a God that will give you all the glory and praise. Lord, we know that as your Holy Spirit does miracles among us, that we will see other people this this transforming work of your grace and truth. So Jesus, we thank you for your name. God, we thank you for your life. God, we thank you for your death and resurrection. And here this morning, we want to honor you during the Christmas season. Give you all the glory for what will take place in the days and weeks ahead. It's in your name we pray as we say the Lord's Prayer that we say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And it is not temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. 